This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap, the podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network, where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start. I am your host, Keaton DeRocher. With me, as always, Shelley Verstraight of OTM. Um, Shelly, I, I believe we were just talking off air. I wasn't feeling great about, I mean, the Red Sox won the series, took two out of three, but I wasn't feeling great until we just noticed that they still have the best record in all of baseball. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, so when you, when you said that, I'm like, wait, what, what, what? <laughs> so I like was like pulling up my MLB app on my phone, and yeah, you're totally right. We still have the best record, which totally just blew. blew it blew my mind because I'm not yeah. feeling that great about the team. But it's like, oh, right? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we will dive into this three game series against Detroit, and what a doozy of a series that was. But first, presenting sponsor of this podcast is fifth element fifth element is ultra high milligram cbd focused on relief and recovery after a workout they're specially designed for people with an active lifestyle from weekend warriors to professional athletes to bucket list gym enthusiasts fifth element also known as 5e is full spectrum high milligram hemp to help you whenever wherever you need it whether it's at the gym or after work get yours today feel better tomorrow by visiting 5ehemp.com use the code monster to get 50 percent off Yes, you heard that right. 50%, a.k.a. half off. That's 5ehemp.com. Use the code MONSTER. Go to 5ehemp.com. Get 50% off. That's the number 5, the letter ehemp.com. All right. Diving into it. So this was uh, not an easy series like we were hoping, but at least the Red Sox did win it. So that's fun. Game one, Nick Pavetta, Michael Fulmer. Red Sox got the win 11-7. Pavetta picked up another eight strikeouts, which was nice to see. Only two walks, but gave up three runs in his five innings. What was your reaction to Pavetta's start here? Um, I guess uh, my reaction was just like, yeah, I kind of expected this sort of kind of like I I still don't necessarily believe um in Pavetta and what he is doing, but I mean I I, I expected him to, you know you know just really just you know just mow down you know some Detroit Tigers um because I do believe that he's better than the Tigers lineup so yeah I I I liked what I saw I just I need to see him against like better competition before I really either believe in him or what like he's still just kind of a question mark for me yeah Red Sox jumped out to a nice big lead here um or oh yeah Jumps out to a big lead. Um, and then Austin Bryce didn't have a great day. Went the third of an inning and gave up four run runs, and that made it a lot closer. I believe that made it 9-7 to seven, uh, before the Red Sox tacked on two more to finish it. But it seemed like just the, the vibe of the game, it felt like it was the Tigers were going to claw their, themselves all the way back, which was a little scary. But uh, Andres followed with two-thirds of an inning, to get out of the jam with two strikeouts. Ottavino, two strikeouts, one walk. Her, uh, Darwin's and Hernandez, a third of an inning, two walks. That was a bit of a struggle. And then Matt Barnes on for the save, a five-out save, one strikeout. 
but he got it done for a seventh save of the year. Um, what did you think of the bullpen's performance following that up? I guess let's talk about Bryce. Uh, Bryce and um, Taylor, not strong starts here. Still struggling now. Uh, both of them have ERAs close to eight. When do you think we're going to see some changes to the roster here? Maybe uh, Edward Bizardo or maybe use one of their roster spots for a bench bat? Yeah, I, I, I really do think that we're going to see a roster uh, change here at some point. I mean, Taylor and Bryce have just really not been great. Um, I would love to see Bizardo, um, because I really do think that he could be really electric out of the pen. But honestly, I do think that we need more of the bench bat more than the um you know kind of like back end bullpen piece but i do think that there's going to be a change at some point because taylor and bryce like they've just been oh they've just not been great um to start the season agreed i agree with you on the bat too and i feel like um i initially thought santana seemed like the most obvious fit because i believe he has an an opt-out um after some amount of time if he's not in the majors but i don't know how that works if he's on a rehab assignment um because if he's rehabbing i don't think he can force his way to the majors with an opt-out um so i don't know how that works so maybe that that doesn't make sense (laughs) but i guess we'll see in the coming days i think i agree with you i've seen enough of both these guys let's get bizarro at least up here and something else for the bats Verdugo hit himself a home run. Bogarts, Renfro, Kike Hernandez. Lots of extra base hits here. Sox had 11 in total. Verdugo had two. Martinez had two. Bogarts had two. Vasquez had three. Renfro had three to go along with his home run. He had himself a nice little day. On to game two. Uh, Game two was Martin Perez versus Casey Mize. The Sox lost this one six to five in extra innings. This one was tough. It felt um, like more of the same of game one, except the Tigers were able to come all the way back. Uh, Perez struck out six in his five and two-thirds innings, which was nice to see. What did you think of Perez's start here? Um, I thought Perez kind of looked like, you know, the typical Perez. Um, just kind of okay. Um, I know that the, you know, the, the, the Tigers have really struggled against left-handed pitching, so I, I wasn't surprised to see that he you know struck out six um in 5.2 innings um just because the tigers just from offensively from a you know when they face left handers it's just been awful so i expected this um but even i was honestly i was expecting us to pull it out what about you yeah, uh, the way it happened just kind of sucked, and I felt good about having Whitlock in there. And then obviously, I mean, he gave up a bit of a moonshot down there to the right right field corner. But, um, yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like even though they had struggled and it was a gross game to watch, it felt like they were going to end up toughing it out. And then that ended up not being the case. So that was just kind of a real bummer how that went down, especially since um, who followed Perez. Taylor went a third of an inning, got an out. That was fine. Saramura went an inning with a strikeout. 
Ottavino, two strikeouts and one inning. Barnes struck out the side. It was such a strong performance, and then they brought in Whitlock, and you felt like that was going to keep going, and then uh, he walked a guy and gave up a bomb. So that was tough. <laughs> but um, Red Sox hitters were a bit stifled against Mize, who is a bright young pitcher. Um, he didn't have a great day, though. He uh, he only allowed three hits, which was nice in his six innings, um, but only walked four and only struck out three. The Red Sox just weren't able to take advantage of it. In total, they stranded 26 batters, um, which hurts even more when all you needed was one. Uh, Bogarts, only one that had multiple hits. Bogarts is just very good, leading the major leagues in hits. Bogey is just basically MVP king. That's all I want <laughs> Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh Game three today, my God, this game. Um, this was one of the weirder games the Red Sox have played in quite some time. Nathan Evaldi, Spencer Turnbull. Um, it was quite a roller coaster. Evaldi looked really, really good to start and then really, really bad to finish. Uh, five strikeouts, one walk, six earned runs. That was pretty darn tough. Uh, what was your reaction to Evaldi's start here? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it literally was a roller coaster. Like, I was watching this while I was at work. I was in the office. I had my iPad to the side. And, like, the first couple innings, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got, you know, stud Eovaldi. And, like, his last, you know, you know, one and a half, two innings was just absolutely horrible. Like, he was still battling he still had the velocity and everything it's just like his pitches he he just wasn't fooling anyone and it was just hit after hit dink dunk like all of these all of these hits and yeah it was just honestly i i i I don't know i need to dig like a little bit you know dig in a little bit more but i don't know why he was like really getting hit around so much maybe it's like some babip um unluckiness but yeah it was just like it was so weird because he still had the velocity and the movement and stuff like that but yeah he was just it was so unlucky yeah i mean it was encouraging to see him i mean he was continually like you said pumping 98 through the length of this outing it was just difficult to to watch with him just getting kind of nitpicked to death and then ended up with six runs. Not great. I was a little surprised they sent him out there for the fifth after the fourth, though. It was really rough, and he really labored to get through the end of it. Um, at that point, it was a 4-4 game. I was really surprised that he went back out there for the fifth and not great results. Yeah. Then, um, so <laughs> this there were six total errors in this game, four for Detroit, two for Boston. Um, oddly enough, the Red Sox had more unearned runs than they had earned runs in this game. They had five earned, seven unearned for their total. Um, good days from Frenchy Cordero. Uh, how good was it to see him get three hits and an RBI today? Um, it was so great. Like this, this game was just like so weird, you know, like Frenchy was on the bench to start the game. Um, he comes in for Enrique Hernandez, who 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 left in the first after like a hamstring strain. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting much for him, especially at the top of the lineup. But then he goes like three for five, and I'm like, 
okay i i like to see that and no just i haven't really been like the biggest franchi fan but just kind of like see him just kind of go off with this game i just i loved it i love to see it yeah he was definitely due. Weird situation there. So I guess this was foreshadowing here for the entire game. But Kiki Hernandez load off with a double and pulled his hammy, advanced to third, and then in the middle of a count came out of the game <laughs> and was replaced by Cordero, who then uh, scored a run on the next very next pitch after Hernandez got pulled. And then the game just got weirder. Uh, multi-hit games from Cordero, Verdugo, J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, Devers, and Ploiecki. Lots of hits, lots of runs. Darwinzen, um, Hernandez uh, pitched an inning, one strikeout, uh, gave up a run, charged with a blown save. Andres came in, gave up a run in one inning. And Adovino for the save, his first save of the season. A nice, cool inning there, one walk. Uh, he's had a couple nice outings in a row here let's see if we can we can keep that moving um on the whole though the red sox took two out of three but it was not very easy the prior uh 16 prior games um to the series for detroit they had scored 20 runs and in just these three games they scored 21 that's tough um Wow. Or 22. 21 or 22. Anyway, in these three games, they outscored their previous six, uh, which was not great. Is this just a weird stretch of games here over the past week, the, these last seven games? Or are you seeing some trends here that you're maybe thinking twice about? Um, I, I really hope that it is just kind of like a trend where, you know, just, you know, you know, you know, sometimes... Um, you know, relievers just kind of get hit around a bit. Um, but knowing that we went, you know, back to back with the Rangers and then now the Tigers and seeing that our bullpen and kind of our starting pitching has been kind of hit around a bit, I'm a little bit concerned. I need to maybe see a little bit more to see, like, if I really need to be concerned. But it's like, yeah, this wasn't great. Like, these were basically, like, two cupcake matches, you know, matchups, right? And we totally, like, you know, poo-pooed the bed here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, I mentioned if they continue to struggle, I might start reaching for the panic button. I'm kind of feeling that way. I mean, they they did win the series, but it was not easy, and it was really ugly, and it took – four errors and seven earned runs to do it it's not ideal you know that's not going to be an everyday occurrence um so then being three and four against you know with back-to-back series against last place teams and another one um here with the orioles i i think i I need like i mean it's a four game series but a sweep would make me feel a lot better about this team but we will get into that yeah we will get into that uh right now after a quick break Alrighty, last place Orioles coming to town to complete this uh, last place circuit uh, for the Red Sox. Four game series, and remarkably enough, if the Orioles sweep the Red Sox, they would go from uh, last place in the 
in the division uh, to a better record than the Red Sox. They're only three and a half back in the cellar. Uh, I was going to say to the best record in the majors because the Red Sox currently have the best record in the majors, but uh, can't assume everybody else is going to lose too. So this, the fact that they're within striking distance in this series of the Red Sox is what has me concerned. How dare you put that bad juju on this team? <laughs> Shame on you. I know. I think I might have ruined it. I, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I'm doing this podcast in four days. <laughs> um, pitching matchups in this series, the Red Sox, uh, luckily for them, avoid Mr. Means, who just threw a no-hitter against Seattle. We've got Eduardo Rodriguez versus Matt Harvey, Richards versus Akin, Pavetta versus Kramer, and Martin Perez versus Lopez. Um, I mean, I feel like we've been feeling the same way about pitching matchups there, but I mean, at least it feels good to have our two best right now going in this series if we're looking for wins. Um, what are you, what's your overall take of these these pitching matchups for the series? Uh, yeah, I do. I feel totally fine. Um, I outside of means, I'm not scared of. Uh, Baltimore's pitching whatsoever and knowing that we have Rodriguez, Richards, Pavetta, Perez, like that's that's a really good core and I really do think that they could definitely tackle um Baltimore's lineup. Yeah, sure. We're going to lose a- at least one. I I don't think that we're going to go, you know, 4 for 4, but I I feel totally confident with all of these pitchers against Baltimore. And we have already had a bunch of games against Baltimore, so we've talked about their lineup a lot. But Cedric Mullins is still doing really darn good. Second on the team in home runs, has a 320 average, 378 OBP. Trey Mancini is leading the team in home runs with six. He's a very good baseball player. Uh, outside of those two guys, though, is there anybody that you're a little bit worried about in this lineup? Um, not really. Um, I still believe in like Ryan Mountcastle and DJ Stewart, but they have really, been, really, really been struggling at the plate. Um, but they, I could totally see them coming back around. Um, to maybe hurt us, but no, I'm not scared, honestly, of really anyone. Um, in Baltimore, outside of those other two. Same. So hopefully we're in for something nice. Um. I forgot again, but who is your MVP for the series against Detroit? <laughs> um, I guess my MVP, um, can I just say Bogey? Like I'm just gonna just say just Bogey. Like he was just like really good. Yeah, I agree. I was I mean it was either gonna be Bogey or J D, maybe both. Those two. I mean they had a really good series, produced a lot in the series that there was a lot of runs scored. Yeah. Uh, yeah, JD is just like blowing my mind how good he is and just how he has just put like 2020 behind him and he's like 2019 yeah. version. Love it. He's like first in everything except hits, which is Bogarts. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a fun lineup we have here. Uh, who is your uh, prediction for MVP in this Oriole series? Um, I'm going to go like off the rails here and i think that you will like this i think it's gonna be garrett richards i think he's gonna just like that's why i was gonna pick (laughs) yeah oh oh great um yeah like richards has looked really good his last two starts i'm like yeah he's going to get the orioles it this i think is gonna just be a really good start for him agreed third 
start so far for him against the Orioles. Um, and the second one was better than the first, and I think the third one's going to be better than the second. So Richards is my pick as well. Uh, that will do it for this episode. Um, you can find me and Shelly both at Over the Monster, where we write roundtables and stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Spoken Geats. You can find Shelly at V underscore 643. And we will be with you on Tuesday morning to preview a three-game series against the Athletics. Thanks for listening.